Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Adriano Magnifico. I'm the career lead at the Louis Riel Arts and Technology Center. And the Arts and Tech Center is a pretty special place in the Louis Riel School Division of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I have to say that because we're getting international people listening to this podcast. Da-na-na. Amazing. So, great place, the Arts and Tech Center. It's like a high school polytech with all kinds of neat programs, automotive technology, culinary arts, early child educator, electrical trades, hairstyling, humidity design, plumbing, and a host of others. The real gem of this program, the place where we are situated, is the podcast studio of the Broadcast Media Program in the Louis Real Arts and Technology Center. And that is a place where students, high school students, come while they're taking their high school program in one of the seven high schools in Louis Real or some post-secondary students who have graduated decide, you know, I've got to come here and check something out about myself or I've got to start exploring because they didn't do the proper exploring in high school. Or we have international students coming to this program because they see an opportunity in this great Canadian little city, in this great little school, to find an opportunity to get themselves planted in this country. So it's awesome. It's an awesome place to be. It's an awesome place where students get a sense of their skills and connect to parts of them sometimes they didn't know they were or that was gurgling inside of them. So love this program, love this place. And of course, I'm in the broadcast media program and I'm always fortunate and blessed to work with two students from the broadcast media program. And I'd like to introduce you to Caden Sidler. Caden, how are you, sir? Hello, I'm, I'm great. How are you? That's very great, and you got you speaking right into the mic. His voice yeah. is getting deeper every time we talk. His skill set is is just is just flowing. And I see Kate, Caden doing things now. I'm asking for extra help. Caden's coming to join some committees. Caden, what is this? What is happening to you? Uh, I don't know. I'm the changed changed man for the better. <laughs> uh, I'm a changed man. You weren't a bad man or anything, but you were. But you were just kind of uh, going your own way. Yeah. That's the difference. I'm not sure if it's because you are a high school student or not, right? Yeah, well, was. Like you're yeah. past high mm. school. So now, does is there an extra, an extra sense of urgency about you thinking, okay, I'm out of high school. Yeah. I've got to make some more calls that are really more relevant. So I'm going to join a few more things, trying to build my resume, try to build some skills. Yeah, well, take it a little more seriously, like, because now it's, you know, right. the, the big leagues, but... I don't know. I thought I'd join it. I had uh, my girlfriend Emerald is in there too, but I was kind of interested just helping out because, like you said, Caps, it's got a lot of, there's going to be a lot of stuff there for, well, a lot of work experience to talk about and possibly internships. That's so, right. You're talking about Caps, the Career and Post Secondary Symposium happening in the Louisville School Division yeah. on November 21st. There's going to be keynote speakers. Dan Blair is going to talk about AI. 25 post-secondary institutions, 45 industry professionals, lawyers, engineers, entrepreneurs, architects, doctors, hairstylists. Yes, Manitoba and uh, Manitoba Volunteer. So, uh, yeah, Volunteer Manitoba, that's right. Um, 
Creative Manitoba is going to be offering internships in gaming and filmmaking and music and writing. They're all free. Going to be a, a job interview practice center, Winnipeg Chamber of Commerce, asking about what students think about working for the man. And you are a part of that. You've decided to join that. I did. You know, there's a lot of sign-up sheets, so I got a little confused on which ones to do there, but I think I signed enough. Oh, I'll put you to work, my oh, friend. Okay. I'll put you to work. And, of course, our other co-host is Caitlin Middlestad. And we, you just heard Caden say how seriously he's taking school. How seriously are you taking school, my dear? I don't know. <laughs> serious as I can. No. Well, you're in um, high school. No, well, I graduated. You're graduating. You're still yeah. in the high school, like in second semester, you're going back to high school, no? No. Nope. You're done too. So are you getting a little, that's right, are you getting a little serious now thinking, uh-oh, what's the plan? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Like I'm trying to think where I want to, what yeah. I want to do after this. So is this internship, and there's uh, some internship possibilities in the broadcast media program, is this internship now becoming much more important to you than it was last year? Yeah, like last year I wasn't really trying to prepare myself Probably as much, much as I should. Because you're but, a high school student. Yeah. I don't know, but life. now I'm like, oh, wait. I'm actually like out of high school now. I kind of got to like take it seriously. I probably should have taken grade 12 more seriously, but I didn't. So no, that's I'm, okay. Now you're taking it super seriously. Well, high school is I'm that trying, place yeah. where, you, where, where you socialize, right? Yeah. If you were to look back on your high school experience, was it more about socialization or is or it more about, oh, I really got to prepare myself for life after high school? What was it? I would like to... I pretended I was preparing myself for after high school, but yeah. I was more hanging out with friends and prioritizing yeah. that. And that's important, right? Yeah. That's super important. Oh, so yeah, but... Don't, I'm not trying to diminish that at all. That's a super important thing to happen because you will figure it out. Mm -hmm. You're the same? Oh, more, yeah. More, yeah more, same. more about socialization? Yeah, I didn't think about my future in high school till grade 12, probably, and I really realized I was graduating. So, yeah, uh, after high school, it really hits you. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, that, that's an important piece to you. And you know what? I'm, I'm always interested in um, what you guys had for breakfast, mostly because they rushed out to grab breakfast <laughs> from something we have at ATC. If you're thinking of coming to the Arts and Technology Center, you have to understand there's a breakfast cart here. Oh, yeah. And it's unbelievable. And what did you grab? Just before the podcast, these two <laughs> ran out to grab food. Well, I Caitlin did. Caitlin out. did. Caitlin ran out to get food for everybody, and so it's sitting at their space. It's, and it's, it's all greasy have a and disgusting. That's it's actually even, really not normal. <laughs> yeah, it's all—they're all greasy. There's these buns are eating oh, full yeah. of cheese and stuff. They're all greasy and disgusting. And I told you, you can't eat them right now. You're in the middle of a podcast. Mukbang. But if you do hear her crumpling something, she's trying to suck out the life of that bun and all the <laughs> grease and the yeah, cheese. What's okay. happening? Okay. I don't know. These are the like spicy cheese bite oh. pretzel things. They only have them on the carts downstairs, and it's like the best. It looks like it's. And I didn't have breakfast, so I bought it. So, do you not eat breakfast at home? Like when you rush here, why? Well, why would you go to this cart, which is full of butter, calories, all kinds of? It's all tasty. Because I like to waste my money. I like that. And why are you in the cart? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's cheap. <laughs> it's like a dollar, was it? Anyway, yeah. and anyway, yeah, usually I'm in a rush. We have a guest here, and I wonder if she goes to the cart a lot. I do. She does. Every she does. And this is a special guest because she's in the building. She's actually in the studio around the table with us. And this Yay. is always fun. And she's a good friend of Caitlin's. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, Emma, you don't have to say yes. Hey. <laughs> okay. She, she'll she say yes because she's desperately looking for friends. Okay. But you don't have to say that. All right. Caitlin was actually one of my first friends at CJS. Oh, that's yeah. a beautiful thing. This is Emma Nadon. She's in the hairstyling program. 
And she's in that program. She came from CJS, and there, um, Caitlin and Emma are from CJS, College Jeune Sylvain. And uh, that's our French Immersion School, one of our big French Immersion Schools in, in LRSD. And uh, she captured my attention when I began to notice she participated in the Skills Manitoba competition where she won a gold medal in hairstyling. And I thought, what is that about? How do you get a gold medal in hairstyling? And then she went on to the national competition and won a silver medal. That means all across Canada. So that's kind of spectacular. So I welcome you, Emma. I welcome you to this podcast. Thank you. Very good. Tell us, what? how, how do you win an award? How do you win those two awards? Because um, there aren't a lot of them. I tell you, you, there's a magnificent banner in the Arts and Technology Center with your name on it. Forevermore, you are ensconced into the folklore and mythology of the Arts and Technology Center now. That's a little terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm an old English teacher. You're, that's, that's what I do. I'm a wordsmith. So, how did you win that? Um, honestly, luck. For the first it round? It can't be luck. It can't be luck. I saw you in action. I'm going to say at Skills Canada, I watched you in action. The focus on you was unbelievable. I was actually quite nervous for the Nationals. I felt like every step of the way I was making a mistake. And I'm honestly quite not sure how I ended up getting a medal for that. I was positive I was going to be one of the least winners in there. Is that funny? Is, is that a way you look at yourself sometime where you just, I don't feel very confident? Yes, that and, is definitely how I look at myself. But did you just get a lesson that you have great skill? Um, no, I still believe that I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you won a, you hey, you won the Manitoba competition. Yeah, and, I also got best of region for that one as well. Best of region. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that um, mean? Um so out of all of the skills, like all of the competitions, I got the highest scoring for part two students. So oh, like yeah. out of all of the different oh, wow. courses. So there was like the competitions between the the automotive guys and yeah. like like all, all all the competitions that were going on there yeah. in in the skilled trades and applied technologies. Yeah. You got number 1. Yeah. Oh yeah, you must be awful at what you do. Yeah, yeah. I I, I could see that. What do you think? Caitlin, this is your friend. When she won those things, what was going through your head? I was really happy for her, especially cuz that was I think I saw you when you were competing in that too. Cause we yeah, went, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we and I, was, I saw her and I was on the sidelines. I was like, yeah. Like, give so. us a sense of what she would look like. Like, I was watching you intently. She was very focused. Focused, right? Yeah. And just, you knew what you were doing. Like, you weren't taking a second to go, hmm, I wonder what I should do now. You weren't doing that. You were focused. You were moving. You were getting things done. What was... So, you have this sense of, I don't feel confident about this, even though... People are telling you, people outside are telling you, across Canada telling you, you're very good at this. I feel like more so, uh, I feel not confident in it because in my head the whole entire time I'm thinking, okay, what do I do next? What is this? What am I doing? And I just feel like the process to get to the end result just looked bad to me. So I feel like that's where my confidence lacks in is I feel like it looks bad because it's not finished. And then I think it's supposed to look good throughout the whole entire like hairdo which it's not, it's very much trust the process. And then by the end of it, I'm like, I see all the flaws in my work. And that's the only thing I can point out is everything that I've done wrong. You know what? I totally understand where you're coming from. I, I, I look at, I write a lot. I do a lot of writing and I've won some awards for writing. 
Really? But I look back at them and go, oh, I should have done this on that, on that number, on that first place finisher. Oh, I could have ended it like this. Mm-hmm. I think that all the time too. That's healthy in a way, but know that people are telling you you're really good at this. Yeah. And the hairstyling. So you're at CJS. You're a kid walking through the hallways at CJS, mm-hmm. hanging out with your buddies. And did you get the socialization thing? Is that what high school was about for you too, mostly? Yeah, but like to an extent. It wasn't like all socialization because I definitely had a lot of those worries of I need to get my work done. But then I would also not get any of my work done because I was like socializing. (laughs) So it was like I wanted to be the working hard for my work, but then I just ended up being the socializer instead. Well, but that's okay. I, I, I think it's super important that people leave high school confident about who they are and who their friends are. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. And the other pieces will come together when you feel the support of a group around you. So do you have a big support group? Like, do you have a lot of friends at CGS that you still talk to? Um, I have, like, a small but extremely supportive group. I feel like once I left CGS, I definitely lost quite a few of those friends. Yes. But mostly just due to like, you know, everybody's work schedules and other aligning and everything. So you lose the people that aren't close enough to you. Yes. But the people that stuck by are really supportive for me. So you've obviously dumped Caitlin. (laughs) 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 Well, when I saw her at ATC again, I was kind of surprised. Because we were definitely closer in grade nine. I'm kidding, Caitlin. I'm kidding, Caitlin. Hey. Maybe. Anyway. No, that's awesome. So you're in the halls of, of CGS. You're trying to do your work. Like, what courses connected to you when you were going to school? Like, the, we'll get into the hairstyling thing a bit, in in a bit. But what course? Like, you you've got to get thirty credits. So, what credits are you taking where you're thinking, I really like this. I'm connecting to this. Um, well, for my last two years, I couldn't take any like select electives. I had to choose the ones that I needed to get done to pass the high school, and. In grade 11, for my first semester, I had started off the semester with 11, or no, yeah, 11 courses for my first semester. So I had one before school, one at lunch, one after school, and then one that I was supposed to hop between. Like on my B block, I was supposed to do one class one day, the next class the next day. So it was a very large workload. Did it tax you or did it make you become a great time manager? Uh, no, it actually made me realize that I had no time management, and that's why I dropped 90% of the classes, and I stuck with six. Um, but I didn't want to like overbear myself, especially considering my student teacher. She kept on telling me, like, you don't need all of these classes. She's like, you only need your 30 credits to get out. That's all you need. She was like, so drop some of this. Make your life easier. Well, why did you stressing. take all those? I took all of them because of in interest? my head... I felt like I needed the most amount of credits to graduate, which didn't really make sense to me. I felt like I wanted more than the 30, and I ended up graduating with like 38. Well, who put that in your head? I'm pretty sure my mom, to be <laughs> honest. Going into grade nine, she's like, don't take any spares. You don't need them. Take as many classes as you can. Take after school classes. Like, She was very much pushing me to do as many classes as I can. Um, and then by the end of it, it actually screwed me over because when I took all of my classes I had too many the first semester like I said and I ended up dropping online gym which then my second semester I ended up having to take two gyms back to back Mm -hmm. so for trying to push myself too hard in the end it was just not worth it okay and those are 
that's hard because you have to figure out how you're going to maneuver through that and what works for you, right? Yeah. Like now you're in the broadcast. I'm oh, sorry, you're not in the broadcast. These two are in the broadcast yeah. media. You're in the hairstyling program at the Arts and Technology Center. You started that in grade 12 and you're finishing it now. I started in grade 11. In grade 11. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, in grade 11. And now you're back in it, mm-hmm. right? You're finishing it up. Uh, and you're graduating in January then? Yes. Okay. When you decided to go into this program, is it a busy space? What I'm trying to get at is, did all of that extra work kind of prepare you for this or thinking about it? Or did it get you in a space to say, this is what I want? Um, It definitely actually prepared me for it because once coming to ATC, it was a lot more professional school, a stricter school. You needed to be at your class on time, exactly on time. You didn't have your between class breaks. Are you you saying that the regular high school system doesn't ask that of you? Well, it does, but it's not (laughs) as strict about it. I'm kidding. It doesn't have the time, right? Right. Like you have to be, I know in your program, you got to be in there on time. Yeah, you if you have your three lates, you have to make up an hour of your time. Mm-hmm. So you really don't want to be making up an hour every three days or every day and a half, you know? So mm-hmm. you want to be in your class because even a minute late counts to your Damn. hour of makeup. Yeah. See, what would you guys do if oh, in boy. this class you had to make up all that time? I think Mr. P, who is the uh, Mr. Plainknick, who is the uh, instructor in the broadcast media program, I think he'd have a, I think he'd have a dozen guys every oh, week. God. Oh We'd yeah. be here uh, after yeah. at night. He is kind We'd and be... generous to you, but you also spend a lot of evening work. We he, spend a lot of time that. out of school yeah. doing. Yeah, work you're doing. As you're well, you're so. streaming in in the program, oh, yeah. running around all night. Some yeah. there's a few nights you're out till midnight doing. Oh things. yeah. So. But you're putting we, the time in. So when you're yeah. late five minutes. It you put in the time. You will end it. up probably yeah. making it up at one point. Yes, you're already doing it. So you're you're at CJS. What courses are you taking that are also connecting to you? Um, well, I would feel like just my favorite classes in general was math, which you do kind of need for hairstyling because you need to learn your degrees and everything. Um, but I was just really good at math. Like I'd barely show up to my math class and I passed, no problems. Um, and then English, I really liked English because I really liked reading and writing. And I feel like the English, we had like mini discussions that we needed to do all the time. I feel like that really helped put me in a place where I can talk to my clients easier. It was like, you know, opening up to new people. Yes, yes. Getting the mm-hmm. conversations easier. That's awesome. So you also mentioned to me you're, you love the music program. Yeah, I was in band in my... Did you take... Are you one of the students who took all those band courses? Um, yeah, I had jazz band, regular band, and wind ensemble. Wind ensemble was after school on every Tuesday and Thursday. And you're scoring huge marks in those courses, right? Um, yeah, those were my best classes. I'd get like 199. 100%. So you're pretty good at this. And you played a crazy instrument. What is that called? I don't. You told me what it was, but I can't even pronounce the it. The euphonium. The euphonium. Yeah, it's like a baby tuba. Baby tuba. Oh, okay. And of course, that's something you pull out around the campfire, right? So it's oh, super yeah. useful. I mean, at band hey, camp, we did. So. <laughs> yeah, at band camp, you did. Hey, what do you think? Let's pull out a guitar. Let's sing Let's sing a Woody Guthrie or James Taylor song. No, no. I'm going to pull out the Euthoria or whatever it's called. Euthonium. Euthonium. <laughs> or whatever that thing's no. called. I can't say it. It's Seidler Seedler. I can't even pronounce your name. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pound that thing around the, uh, around the campfire. So what do you do? Do you still play it? Um, no, because I don't have an instrument anymore, but I feel like in the future, I might actually want to pick one up just to be like, for the fun of it. Now, does that make you, because you played that instrument, does that make you capable of playing other instruments? 
Um, well, I can play all of the brass instruments because they share the same notes. Like, you can read the same notes. But I couldn't pick up, like, a clarinet and be able to play that. So you can't pick up a sax or a clarinet. No. The cool ones. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the, the reed instruments. I could never. Okay. Well, that's... So, music was important to you. And I think the kinds of things you gravitated towards, you're talking about English. You talked about math. I love math, but you never showed up. So I question how much you love math. You you were good at it. Yeah, I think out of this semester, I might have shown up, like, constructively for two months. Like, if you count all of the time that for the whole semester, I was in maybe two months. But you you were smart enough to get through the course and do reasonably well in it, right? I think that's yeah. the only reason why my teacher didn't complain is because I would go during my lunch hour or something and do a well, test that go. I missed. Yes, yes. And he'd be like, he, I would ask him two questions on the whole entire test of not learning anything for it. And he'd be like, you only ask that many questions and I would get high marks on it. That's awesome. So by the end of it, he definitely told me, he's like, class-wise, you probably shouldn't pass because you weren't here. It was my first class of the day, so I was yes. very much tired all the time and I never wanted to go to it. And then by the end of the year, he was like, we're going to pass you because all of your tests have high scores, so we can't say no. Of course. But, yeah. You don't have to be in a space to learn something, do you? Um, Uh, I mean, in the end, you weren't there. Yeah, And you did well. And that's part of, part of sometimes, you don't have to be that bum in a seat in the classroom to actually get a credit sometime, as long as you can demonstrate the skill. I felt like classroom learning is definitely harder for me than just, doing it on my own because I can't focus long enough to listen to somebody fully explain something. So by the end of my lessons, I was always just asking my own questions to get to the point of it, basically. That's good. So you became a questioner. Yeah. And when you ask the questions, you learn faster. I I always find that. So are you a questioner, Caitlin? Mm. Or do you just wait for it to land in your lap, then you you get the assignment, and then you're going, how do I do this? I'd say I'm a little bit of both. Depends what subject and what how comfortable I'm feeling with it. See, that's a bit of a high school thing. Hayden, what do you yeah, think? Where you're just taking it in there, sitting there, and then the assignment comes. How do yeah. we do this? How do we do this? I'd say in high school, it was much more like just sit there and not ask anything and then try it after. But at ATC, I think I've changed more and ask, ask more questions. Yeah. Well, you I have also, to. You have I to. think yeah. it's yes. different, too, when you're more interested in the subject because then yeah, I want to ask more questions. Because like here, I'm definitely asking way more questions than I would have in high school because I actually want to know and I want to know like different ways to do it and stuff. Yeah, and that's why at ATC, zero one, you're in the, you're in the hairstyling program. Yeah. And I, I look at what you've done. Music. You love English. You love reading. You love writing. Artistic things. You love the humanities. Yeah. And hair is an artistic endeavor. Is that is that what connects you to hair first? You, love, you said as a kid you were doing it all the time. Yeah, like I would play in my mom's hair and just watch a movie from like as old as I could play in hair. Um, get things stuck in her hair all the time and then figure out how to get them out. And then as I got older, I started doing my friend's hair, like at school and stuff like that. And I guess when ATC's opportunity arose, I was like, that's what I want to do because that's what I was already doing. And I just wanted to learn more into it, learn the different techniques, learn like the science behind it. So the ATC presentation connected you. Did your eyes light up when someone came and said, how would you like to take a semester off and learn how to be a hairstylist? Uh, actually, when the... They were first going through the PowerPoint, and I was like, I'm definitely not going to that. And then, I know, that's a killer. That presentation's a killer, isn't it? A like little a, bit. A long PowerPoint. It's, so, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, wasn't it like almost like 30 minutes or something? Yeah. And they explain every and, program? Yeah, and it's, no one wants to sit through that. Like, I remember when we were watching it, like, everyone was complaining about how long it was and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that was a lot of the reasons why some kids at my school didn't take it. Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. That's really interesting information for ATC because I agree with you. PowerPoints don't work with high school students with, no. with a lot of stuff on them. And the slides have a ton of stuff on them, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous. Where do you even follow your eye? Do you listen to the voice or should you be reading this PowerPoint? And that's what kind of turns some kids off. If this is what they're presenting, that must be what it is. Mm -hmm. And that turns you off. But what, despite all that, you still said, I must, I must take this. I must do it. Yeah, I really wanted to do the hairstyling. It was like, at first I was thinking about it as easy credits, to be honest. Like, easy oh, credits, not, you get through it. It's not, though. It wasn't, actually. The first semester was probably the hardest just because of everything that you had. Like, it was overload information. The content, right? Just yeah. if you're, And you have to apply that content on those heads all the time. I love watching you guys walk up and down the hallway with three heads in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one of the great images at ATC. Three heads are better than one, or sure. something like that, right? We always have multiple projects that we're working on, so it's never like, oh, you're done this, we're moving on. It's like, oh, we're doing this, but also make sure you're adding in this haircut while you're doing this color. While you're working on a client, you also have to work on your mannequin. It's like you're just really busy the whole entire time. You can never stand still. So the artistic part, the design part, connects to you a lot? Uh, yeah, I really like the end style more than like, like I like styling the hair more than doing the work for the style. So it's definitely mm. like the end result for me. I like the... So you have the vision in your head. Like, this is what I want it to look like. Like, like. like you said that when you were doing the competitions, right? Yeah. You have this vision, but through the process, you don't think you're getting there. Yeah. Now, are you feeling better about it? You said, I trust the process. I remember your line was, I trust the process. Yeah. Do you feel like you're trusting yourself a little more? Not just the process, but yourself as a designer and a creator. I feel like I don't trust myself throughout the whole process until it's done and I see that I clearly got to the end result, not maybe exactly how I wanted it, but nice enough that I could send that client out or like hand that mannequin in and then it'd be good still. So like it's not necessarily like I trust myself 100%, I more so trust the work that I ended up doing. But you're getting there. Do you feel like you're getting there? I'm um, beginning sometimes. to trust myself. Sometimes, if the somebody more and comes more people to you and talk says, about it. Yeah, exactly. And, and if somebody comes to you and says, I'd like you to get, I want the Don Draper cut or whatever. You know what that is? No. I always <laughs> ask for the Don Draper cut. From Mad Men? I don't know oh, what that is. Yeah. I don't have a lot of hair. But, oh. Uh, you know Don Draper? Yeah. Uh, John well, Hamm. Yeah, I'm thinking of the guy. With the you know John Hamm? He's, he's on the morning show. No? You no. guys aren't watching any. I'm you know. lost. Um. What are you streaming right now, you guys? What I watch Mad Men, so. Matt, you see Mad Men. So you know Don Draper for sure. That's the yeah. lead guy. Yeah. Super handsome guy. I right? got that after you said the Mad Men. Okay, yeah. And his haircut is that. And I say, give me the Don Draper look. I don't have a lot to work with here, but give me whatever you can do with, with Don Draper. Would you feel confident when someone comes to you and say, give me the Jennifer Aniston look, and they'll show you a picture? Uh, I could get them close to the look, Nece not necessarily the exact look, because everybody has different hair types, yes. clearly. Yes. But yeah, close to the look, I could probably do. Definitely with a lot of help, though, because I feel like I'm not ready at that point yet to look at somebody's hair and just know how to get to the end result. Like, yes. So I have to definitely be like, okay, I don't know what this is. Can you break it down for me? But once it's broken down, or even just once two words were broken down, I'm like, okay, I kind of already knew that, and it's easier in my head. Yeah, you're getting there. Yeah. You're beginning to trust yourself. That's a powerful thing for a young person to leave and to go off. Do you feel like you're beginning to trust yourself? Are you going to go off? Let's say you go to Tripwire Media. They're going to ask you to do this. Are you going to go, I don't know. Oh. Or, or, or are you going to run out the door? I feel like I have more trust than I did in myself at the beginning. 
in the beginning. Yes. I know I'm still going to be a little, you know, but I think definitely. As long as you're asking more. intelligent questions, yeah. you guys, people will respect you. Caden, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same as well. Uh, sorry, I kind of just got off track there, but I'm, I'm the same as Caitlin. Uh, are, are, are you trying to eat your breakfast? No, I was looking at it, and I'm getting hungry. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, but the same as Caitlin said, you know, um, if I was going to workplace, I would probably, I'm, I'm more confident now, like this semester it's gotten better, but I'd definitely be a little nervous, you know. You know, as long as you're asking the, the, you know, the dumb question of, how do you do this, like all the time? It's okay once in a while, but if, you're, if your fallback is, I don't know how to do this, or how do you do this, you're not going to put yourself in the best stead with an employer or with someone who needs you to be on that team and perform, whatever it is, in high school or, or, or wherever. But as you ask the great question, I'm thinking about this small piece here. Does that go in this context or move to here? Do people begin to respect that you have an insight into the project mm -hmm. and to the device you're using, and especially in broadcast media, you're using so many devices here. It's amazing, especially in your profession. Oh my God, hairstyling. Every time I go, I went for a haircut the other day. Oh my gosh, all these things along here, and you have to know how to use them all and know the nuance of how, what pressure to use, what particular blade to use. Yeah. Look, at, look at the hair and see what, what's the coarseness of that hair, how thick is, a lot of things to think about. It goes more into that. You have to know the elasticity and the porosity and like everything about the hair before you even start working on it. Oh. Like you need to learn so much for hairstyling just to be able to get a haircut done. Okay, I'm going to demand that of, of, of my hairstyling people. I'd like you to check the elasticity of my <laughs> hair, please. But uh, you don't have a lot of hair. I'd still like it checked, please. Check the elasticity. I've told it something you do with a certain <laughs> dexterity. Anyway. That sounds impressive. Like you sound like you're an impressive student right now. Yeah. So, Cheers, yeah. if you were sitting in a room now, you've been through the high school system, mm -hmm. right? Yes. What would you tell a group of grade 11s to uh, say, I'm going to give you some cheap advice. Here it is that I've learned. Actually do the homework that you're asked to do because it will be easier when it comes to tests. And have fun with it, though. Because you don't want to go through your high school and like have no memories. Because by the end of it, it was just high school and now you need to go and get a job. But you don't want to be just putting all of yourself into just the work. Or you'll come out of it not realizing what high school actually was. Like You won't have that close friend group that you need for the rest of your life. You won't have as many memories just to like think back on and enjoy. Like, you mm -hmm. don't want to spend your Saturday night studying for the test coming up on Wednesday or something. Yes. So, is that about finding the right balance? Yes. Just don't put all your eggs in one basket and ignore everything else around you? Mm -hmm. That's good. And I think that's important when you think about your friendships that have, that have moved out of CJS into your life now. And, and as you settle, and you're going to meet new people. Yeah. And decide like you, like your life's gonna move. You need to connect to those pieces, and not just the curriculum that you're playing with, right? Yes. Or not just the video games. Do you play a lot of video games at night? Uh, I I used to, yes. I mean, I still every now and then, but uh, yeah, I used, to, I used to take up my time. I'd say that. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you discovered I can't do that all the time? It's not a good use oh, of my time. Yeah, I'm probably in grade eleven. I kind of noticed. Well, that was around. I kind of noticed. I kind of noticed. I have you know, no like, friends. <laughs> I'm sitting in a basement. <laughs> I have no girlfriend. And I'm talking to some guy in Bulgaria <laughs> about 
who should we uh, I mean, who who should we now deploy as a tank? Or where should well, we deploy this tank? I used to yeah, I I used to play with like actually I had a cousin I'd always play with, but then I you know, schooling got started to get serious and it was I, I started to notice that like, you know, it's it's a thing you could do, like things you enjoy and hobbies gonna you don't have to like drop them, but it's uh important to know when things are more important than things you like, you know, like like schooling I was I noticed I had to I had to put all my time to that and not in uh Caden, Caden, I'm, I'm, I'm having a bit of a problem with this. Are, are you becoming mature? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I've been... Okay, been like, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> I love it. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Caitlin, I'm still waiting. But um, I'm kidding, Caitlin. You guys are becoming... I'm, I'm so impressed. Like, I hope you're taking the lesson from Emma here. Like, this sense of balance yeah. you're trying to achieve. And it's a journey for you, right? It very much is. And it's not going to... You're not going to find it tomorrow. You're not going to find it in six months. It's this continual journey about how do I find my best self yeah. and feel happy. That is, yeah, because... And commit to something professional that also makes me, keeps me curious and interesting. Like every haircut's a different experience, right? But yeah, because every haircut is personalized to that person. So it's never the exact same. And do you like that part about it? I do because it gets boring to do the same thing all the time. Yes. And yes. when you can apply all of your skills that you know to a specific thing and get a result that they want, it's even better. Oh, that's awesome. Well, what a great line. I wanted to ask, what's it like working with uh, clients? Like, do you ever have some clients that aren't easy to work with? Uh, yeah, there's very easygoing clients that like to just sit there and talk. They know what you're doing and they're like, yeah, just do whatever. Like, yeah. they're very easygoing. They don't make up a fuss. But then there are some of those clients that are a little harder to deal with. They're like, they want it their way. Even if you can't necessarily get them there, yeah. there's like they're picky about the whole entire way. Like, oh, you're missing this piece. Oh, you're not yeah. doing this right. We've had a couple clients take their like dye brush and start dyeing their own really? hair because oh. they didn't think we were doing it oh. right. So, do you yeah. prefer if like? Well, I guess when they do that, what do you tackle them to the ground? <laughs> Those are our tools. Leave them alone. What do you do there? You just let them do it, or do you call the teacher over? Uh, the teacher <laughs> kind of notices at one point and then comes over and is like. Yeah, you kind of have to let the students do that part, yeah. but... So, do you prefer, because I know I've done both before, do you prefer when someone comes in and goes, do what you think would look best on me, like, give you free, like, freedom to do it, or when they have That's a specific hard, idea though. that mm. they like? That's hard, though. Uh, I sure. definitely prefer the specific, like, not yeah. necessarily a specific, but, like, a, definitely a genre. An idea, yeah. yeah. So but I know where I'm going have you, from there. Like, you and enjoy the freedom though or because i feel like sometimes on a certain person it could be fun to be like oh i think this would look good or um some, is that stressful it's sometimes like you can tell exactly like how the client would like their hair and there's some clients that come in and they have no idea what they want you have no idea like anything about their personality because mm -hmm. they're not giving you much to work on so it's a dynamic yeah. creative process yeah like what happens when a uh, usually or a client comes in they have long hair and they say i want to go short is that a danger one? Because yeah. that's a little, if it doesn't work out, you've changed the entire look of this person, right? Yeah. So uh, or I haven't exactly worked on a client like that. Like there's nobody to come in and want a super dramatic change. But even things like bangs, somebody comes mm. in, doesn't have bangs. You can tell they've never had bangs. And then they say, I want bangs today. You're scared to oh, do those bangs. Well, I had a girlfriend back in the 30s and... Uh, she had hair down to her, the end of her butt. And um, one day, uh -oh. she got it cut and it was all short. Uh -oh. And I, 
I felt like she sad. didn't like it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I... That could I know, change. Yeah, I know when, when we were friends, I got bangs. You're still it friends, not aren't you? It. What do you mean when we well, were friends? Yeah. In grade aren't, aren't nine, when we were really close. Emma, she just cut you off. Yeah, thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. No, in grade nine, when we were really close, I remember I went You're not my... close anymore? What happened to you two? Leave me alone. Emma's reaching Leave out to you, and you're just shutting her. When we were in gym class, okay? You know what I'm yeah, talking about. I know what you're talking about. I got a really big hair change, and I got bangs, and it was not it. Like so you were crying about it all the time. <laughs> I was. You were crying about it. Yeah. Oh, that's for gym class trauma dumps. <laughs> you know. I, I I cry about it falling out. You cry yeah. just about it coming in. That's, like, that's, yeah. That's all interesting. Anyway, uh-huh. you know what, Emma? This has been interesting. Have you, uh, we're going to do something with you right now that Caitlin's going to explain first. Caden, Caden will. Oh, Caden. Oh, that's right. Caden's going to do it. Yeah. Caitlin wishes she was doing it because they're dear I friends. Wish. But. Caden's going to yeah. tell you, but he's going to explain. It's called Quick Cues. Yeah. So, Caden, so explain what gotta, this is, and we'll some, put you through. I got some questions here. They're just, you know, quick little, just one-word answers, um, and you pick which one you prefer. And, got it. Uh, yeah, you, are you ready? You ready to go? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> scared me. Okay. Uh, first. So uh, lame. This is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I tried to fit some of these, you know, into hair. Just do it. Still, go, go. Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, perms or highlights? Highlights. Okay, cutting men's hair or women's hair? Women's hair. Okay. Uh, Tim's or Starbucks? Starbucks. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Math or English? Math. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Uh, let's see. Summer or fall? Fall. Okay. Favorite holiday? Halloween. And uh, favorite podcast? Well, this one. Woo! Hey, Emma, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Did Now, what was it like you speaking about yourself? You don't do this very often, I suspect. Terrifying? Yeah, but h- how do you feel about it later? Um, later on, I'll be like, well, that was fun, but still terrifying right now. But so. you, you said a lot of inspirational things. Did Honestly, I? I, you yeah. totally did. Don't you agree? Yeah. Just yeah. about there's a fear inside of you. There's things you need to work out, but you can overcome. I, I just, I think that doubt you express first, but you continue to move forward and grow. I think that's a very inspirational thing to tell people. Don't let the doubt bring you down. Yeah. Move forward. Definitely move forward. Yeah. And I, I, I just think that's powerful. And I, I think when people listen to this, they'll be inspired by what you said. Well, because the more you doubt yourself, just the worse you'll do. Yes. If you're constantly doubting yourself, you never move forward. You never expand your skill set yes. or anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of fear is good because yep. it puts you on the edge to do well. Because if you I don't think. have any fear at all, you're probably going to make a mistake. Too comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you won't do a good job. Yeah. Right? That's mm-hmm. awesome. Anyway. What fun that was having you on here. And thank you to our co-hosts once again. Emma, Yay. thank you very much. You thank were, you, guys. You were a delight. Thanks to the producers in there who were looking out for things. They're smiling. and They're, smi- they're Cheshire Geneva's cats. Waving, right? Cheshire cats in there. They're <laughs> waving. They're smiling. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're beautiful people. And uh, just a reminder, we're having our CAPS event, Career and Post-Secondary Symposium, November 21st at the Louis Riel Arts and Tech Center. It's going to be... A humdinger of an event, huge, huge with with industry, post-secondary institutions, professional industry professionals, uh, volunteer work, credit work. RBC is going to be doing 
an interview practice session. Chamber of Commerce will be there asking students about what they expect from employers. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be packed in here. It's going to be an amazing, amazing night Woo. for the Arts and Tech Center, for Leo Real Arts and Tech Center, and for high school students and post-secondaries around the city. Anyway, that's it. We're done. That's another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Yeah.